Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Fired up about it, man. Hey! Fired up about it here. (laughs) Hey, Uh, everyone. uh, Week three of the the, uh, NFL uh, kicks off later on tonight. Uh, We've got the uh, the Panthers at the Houston Texans. Uh, You've got the 2-0 Panthers and the 1-1 Texans. Which team are you more surprised by, Carolina Uh, or Houston? Houston for me. 100%. I agree. What? Yes. Yeah, I mean, even though Carolina is is unbeaten and, and, you know, I wouldn't have expected that. I just think that the competitiveness of Houston is is very, very surprising to me. I I did not think that they would be competitive in games, not this early at least. And, and, you know, there's still a lot of season to go, but I I still thought that the way that Tyrod Taylor was leading this team – uh, the job that Dan Cully has done so far is commendable. David Cully. David, David, excuse hey, me. Yeah, you call him Dan. I mean. That's fine. Call him Don. Call, yeah. call, call him, call him Little Danny. Yeah. Coach Coach Cully. <laughs> yeah. Little Danny Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I'll leave this. I'll leave this. <laughs> I, I, I really had a great comeback, and I'm not even going I'm not going to oh, open up oh, that man. can of worms. Oh, oh, um, but, yeah, it's Houston for me, but. Yeah. I um I kind of look it's the NFL so I thought they'd be competitive. Um I I even thought there was a chance they, they would end up with a one on one record. I, it's to me it's more Carolina. I I didn't see them being one of the teams that would look as as good as they have. I, I know they haven't necessarily uh played anyone, but Sam Darnold looks great. He he looks like he's almost reborn, if you will. Yeah, the defense okay. has continued to grow and take another step. So I I, I look I think that what's been surprising to me is if you look at the NFC South, obviously Tampa's the top of that division. 
I thought Atlanta was going to be the other team to kind of surprise a lot of people. Clearly, I was wrong there. And it looks like it might be Carolina. I mean, go through their schedule. Look at their next four, five, six games. It's pretty winnable. Like, this team could potentially be like a two-loss team at the halfway point of the season. So that's that's been surprising for me. I, I, I think they win tonight, too, by the way. I just don't know if they cover that spread. It's like eight points their defense now. Is, their defense is playing. And I mean. Oh, but you do not playing. Peter yeah. Gross Matos won't be in this one. Yeah, but there's still a Penn Stater that's dictating what's going on. Now, we go. won't have a there Penn Stater go. on the field and Etor, but we do have a, a lead guy, the lead dog who's calling the plays and leading this outfit. Uh, you, do you realize we were in the same linebacking room? I actually used to sit with him. Um, my freshman year. That was his last year in school. Matt Rule, that is. I'm speaking of uh, the head coach of the Carolina really? Panthers. Yeah, he's like, a, he was a linebacker at Penn State. Why did he? Why did he have Matt Rule on the show? I, I mean, <laughs> call could, him right we, now. We you got his phone I mean, number. Lavar. Yeah, Levar. we probably could get him on. What the hell are we doing? Yeah. Why don't we have um, him on the show? Come on, man. Matt, well, no yeah. one asked. By the way, Matt Rule has actually been on Fox Sports Radio before. Anthony Gargano is a weekend host here. He's awesome, and him and Matt Rule have a relationship because Rule coached at Temple. Yes. And so Matt Rule would come on all the time with Gargano. Yeah. So the fact that Gargano can get him on and Lavar can't really bothers me. No, I, you, this you is guys never asked me. You didn't put in there. Look, they show him. They show them on television now uh you never asked me can you get matt rule onto the show had i been asked i would have reached out okay but well, yeah i mean i the, the point of my story I'm is sorry about that is that <laughs> uh, you know he he is a super super knowledgeable dude like he was he was never a great player like he was he was a, a special teams guy um took pride in what he did but the one thing that he he brought to the table was his football IQ was major and and it's interesting because a lot of times again not to make this about me but a lot of times I was accused of being a freelancer someone who didn't understand football I just went out there it came natural to me I made plays as an athlete and it's interesting when you think about people that have impacted your life and your career my rookie my freshman year um Aaron Collins and and Matt Rule were the two guys that I sat under and and just learned how to take notes, how to study film. Like I studied film with my dad because my dad couldn't run with me. So we did all our stuff through film, but Matt Rule's ability to dissect and break down tendencies of offenses and of teams was impeccable. And and it's interesting because that is a lot of his DNA. You see the DNA of what this Carolina Panthers team is and the reason why I think they'll win tonight's game. He is still really seemingly good at breaking down what it is so that you, you can – he can dictate and force offenses, even at the NFL level, to actually do some of the things that he wants to do to create turnovers, to create sacks, to create opportunities. So – I like what he's doing in in this second year of of him being there. I'm 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 proud of him personally as a teammate, but super super excited for what he's doing in Carolina. Why was he? I, and I'm, I know this might sound like a dumb question, but why was he identified 
as somebody who would work in the NFL? Because you hear this all, like Kirk Ferentz for years was a guy, oh man, if he ever came over, he would work in the NFL. We're hearing the same thing about Matt Campbell now. Mm-hmm. Why was Matt Rule a guy that was discussed, even though, I mean, he's got no national championship on his resume. Why was he a guy that they talked about? That guy will work in the NFL. Brian, We heard about Brian Kelly for a while, that Brian Kelly would be a guy that might work in the NFL. What, what was it about Matt Rule that was going to he, work in the NFL? He, he was with the Giants for there a year. Yeah, he, yeah he, 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 had he made a really big impression in 2012 um, on, on everyone who was there. I mean, he, he's been viewed as being extremely sharp. So that was that. You know, Kirk Ferentz was on Nick's, uh, Nick Saban's staff. Yeah. Back when he, or excuse me, Bill Belichick's staff back when he was with the Browns. And so, you know, you get a lot of coaches who have ties back to guys who are in the NFL. And there's that kind of thought process, right? David Shaw. David Shaw was originally started his career with the Baltimore Ravens at one point when he was getting going. So a lot of people always wonder, will David Shaw ever look to jump back to the NFL if he gets tired of, of things out in Palo Alto? Um, which, I, by the way, I, I'd be fascinated to see. I'm a huge David Shaw fan. Anyone who's ever talked to him, I think you you kind of see his brilliance. You understand he's got a vision, and he would he'd be awesome. I don't know, man. Level. I don't think he's going to like the start times of some of those games. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going down that road right now. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, look, I I do think um, you you kind of know, right? Like when you talk to some of those coaches, you know, you get it. You know, for a lot of people who question Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech, if you sat down and talked ball with him about what he sees, how he breaks down film, offensively, quarterbacks, any of that stuff, you'd, you'd step away and go, yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Like, that's, that's a guy that, you know, there might be some other things that, you know, you'd want him to improve upon or, hey, he's got to hire a strong defensive coordinator, which he has in Arizona, right? Vance Joseph, once a former head coach, but a guy who, when you talk to Vance, you go, oh, okay, I could see why he'd be a head coach. He's well. He's extremely well spoken. He's same same sort of deal. Has a plan. Has a vision. I remember talking to him about Isaiah Simmons, their outstanding first round pick from a couple years ago. He knew exactly how he wanted to get him involved in the defense, and now you're seeing him start to kind of take off within that group. He's so nice. He is, Ooh, he's nice. That that front seven for them is nasty. Nasty. Uh, but 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 you you see it. You see that when you talk to him, like all right, that guy's sharp. And by the way, like Matt Rule could probably go into whatever profession he wants to and be successful, just because of how he goes about, you know, communicating his vision for things, his work ethic, his his ability to kind of cut through what's most important and prioritize that. Like that's applicable to anything he would decide to do. Uh, so, I mean, all of this is a, just a cute story, and it's a cute appetizer towards the main course here, which is uh, Davis Mills is uh, making his first ever career start. Now, I don't know if you know this or not. It's on a Thursday night, which you're asking a lot. Thursday night at home, probably going to be some nerves. Um, Your only game in yeah, town. There's, there's, uh, there's somebody else here on this show who made their first ever career start on a Thursday night. And I know what you're thinking, is it you, Jonas? No, it's not. It's absolutely oh. not, LeVar. Uh, so I was wondering. Suspect. Yeah, it's just not. It, you know, they do play JV on <laughs> Thursday nights. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. Uh, the only guy who played JV when he was 25 was me. All right. uh, and uh, so, uh, so here we go. Uh, uh, Brady Quinn, who made his first ever NFL start on a Thursday night. And by the way, I'm looking at the box score here. He was dealing. All right, dealing. A couple of touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, three-yard uh, per rush average because he ran it one time for three. Uh, Brady, yeah. Listen, uh, look, at yeah. a, 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 uh, you, you were going head-to-head with Jay Cutler for the Broncos? I didn't yeah, know Yeah, we this. were winning. 
We were winning until, uh, well, Cutler threw a couple passes. We had a cornerback who olayed. I think it was Daniel Graham at the time. <laughs> uh, no lie. You go back and look up this highlight. He literally, like, olayed. Just, like, let him let Daniel Graham run up the sideline. But uh, Thursday night, man, it, it's a short week. You got really one day to prepare. And I was told Monday night. So we have our game Sunday. There was a thought that, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. And then Monday night, after I was in the facility all day, they told me I was, I was kind of walking out. And I was like, all right. Well, I said, this is, you know, you know it's, it's obviously excited for the opportunity. I just wish I had a few more days to prepare. So you, you put in a game plan for that one day you can practice, and then you're on your way. So that's that's what Davis Mills has in front of him. Yeah. You know, at least he got some burn time, though, last week. I think that will actually help him a little bit, too, uh, not feel – nervous not feel anxious about starting on thursday night so look at that how would you say thursday night starter i hear with this labar i mean is there, is there anything this man can't do i mean just think about it i mean you know a starting quarterback in the nfl first round draft pick he's in chicago there he was talking about matt rule being able to do everything that's, that's brady quinn yeah man. it's almost like he needs an intro or something you know? like he like he no. needs like he needs to be introduced uh, in, in a certain way you know what i mean you like, should this, you should I see the know. did you see the picture that I sent you with my agent sitting next to him. Yeah, I mean, I mean he was just so un- happy, man, to, to be in the presence a- of, of greatness. What? Who's oh, in, two in the presence he was of so a, happy. A I don't trust you just, two right now. Just honored. I don't know uh, what's happening. I do not trust Quinn. you two. He right was now. so happy. Yeah, just uh, he was thrilled. I mean, thrilled. Listen, it's not every day you get to sit next to someone so accomplished. I, I, I hate you, too. It's, it's like, really uh, it's like a little right kid now. seeing Ronald McDonald for the first time. You, if know you, I mean? you want me to take a break? All right. You want uh, me to, what? You're going to give me the, the LeVar treatment? You're going to get the break. This is the time I'm going to take the break. This is the time of the show to take a break. You're not going to see me on TV. I'm just taking a damn break from this. Come on, man. It's too early in Chicago to go bar hopping. Come on now. They say deep dish pizzas are good cold. Hey, let me tell you something. The best deep dish pizza in Chicago is a place called X-Checker. It's on, on Wabash. Excalibur. What? Checker. What? Exchecker. They said on, Jonas Knox has oh, a signed yeah. jersey in there on the wall. On Wabash, man. <laughs> the place is good as hell. By the way, home, home of the know, deep dish. Hey, did you know that? Left a pair hey, of did undies. you know that Mike Mike, <laughs> Mike Dicka's closed down in downtown? Can you believe yeah. that? Mike Dicka's yeah. restaurant is was well, so hey, awesome, man. Word to the wise: when you put your name on a restaurant, after you stop showing up. People are going to stop showing up, too. Oh, that was a great man. place, man. It was connected right to the Tremont Hotel down there on Chestnut in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, what was that, 15 people, years ago? Yeah. People <laughs> still go to Shula's, though. Jonas hasn't been to Chicago in like a decade. That's a lie. I was, there, like, few, I was there uh 2016 the last time. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so long Five ago. Five years ago. Yeah, but, hey, nothing's changed since yeah, then, nothing, Jonas. A lot hasn't happened in this country since then. Everything's yeah. normal in Chicago. They still got it, right? The Navy, Pil- Navy Pier is still there. Or that break off into the ocean. What, what, is everything still fine uh, there? It's still there. Right. Just, it's, it's littered with human feces. So it's basically... It's basically the Venice of the Midwest. All right, that's good. All right, so at least we, uh, well, at least we know some, what's happening there. Some would say yeah. San Francisco, but yeah, yeah. that's not me. Some would say that, though. By the oh. way, if you, if you walk down Venice and just go, hey, bum, 15,000 people turn around. Oh, wow. It is. I'm telling hey, you. It's can a, I give yeah, you a, a quick observation from where I'm at in Chicago, yeah, what I'm do. seeing as I look into the city? Sure, please do. Um, it, it appears like there's there's two general maintenance workers just smoking weed on top of this. Hey, uh, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> Couple of left-handed cigarettes. Left-handed on cigarette. yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Those do not look like normal cigarettes. <laughs> I, uh, it appears that is they're black that is and mouth. That's right. That's, they're black and mouth, <laughs> yes. Brady. They yes. are uh, not working. They are smoking oh, weed on the roof. Right. Oh, they're working. Yeah. They're, they're just using. They're using uh, different organs. You yes. know, the, like the brain. You know? good, There's yeah. your Chicago uh, update. It is right, uh, so good. Yeah. So that is, is the a, brain uh, an organ. It's yeah, good to have so. a uh, good to have a Chicago <laughs> update here. The things you discover on this show. It's- Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Let's get into uh, a coach who uh, had some very interesting things to say uh, yesterday in the NFL. Uh, that was Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears, uh, Brady's guy. Uh, Matt Nagy, uh, who had a press conference yesterday. <laughs> Brady, your boy. Uh, He's he, my boy. He, yeah. did, uh, he, he made the announcement uh, that there would be a switch at quarterback due to injury. Here was Nagy. Andy is uh, is still battling through his his injury. Uh, like I said to you the other day, we're we're glad that it's not his ACL. Uh, we we're not expecting him to practice today or to have him available uh, this week. So he'll he'll be week to week. Justin's going to be our starter, and prep starts uh, basically starts right now. Okay, so uh, it's, why it's weird. He, why is he jocking Dalton so bad, I don't man? know. It's just I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Um, if you think that was jocking Dalton, uh, here was uh, Nagy talking about uh, Andy Dalton oh, as well. Oh. When Andy is, is healthy, he's our starter. And then I, I go back to for Justin. Justin's worrying about right now, and Justin's worried about trying to help us beat Cleveland. We're not going to get into that what-if game. Okay. He's he's making a terrible mistake, if you ask me, man. He he talks too much. Yes, he does. Like, like, like here's what happens with head coaches is they want to come off like they're in control, they have a vision, they have a plan, but then you fall victim to saying too much. Just say, hey, Andy Dalton's got a knee injury this week. He's probably going to be week to week. We don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's not playing you. this week, though, and Justin Fields is going to be a starter for this week. We'll reevaluate week to week. That's all you need to leave it at. Like, you don't need to say more. Like, when Andy Dalton's healthy, he's going to be a starter. No, he's not. Not if Justin Fields goes out and balls out and does what I think some people think he may do, especially once he gets more comfortable. Like, unless they're watching practice, LeVar, and they're going, dude, this guy, he's not ready, right? Like, he doesn't – he's having a hard time calling plays. He's having a hard time going through his reads, progressions, even even hitting guys, throwing to them accurately. I mean, he didn't look great last week when he got in, but I also feel like that was a game plan that wasn't built for Justin Fields. It was a game plan for Andy Dalton. 
But I, I, I do I do love how this all changed over the past, what, 24, 48 hours? Like, we get a completely different soundbite from Matt Nagy, where now he's, yeah, Dalton's out this week, Justin Fields will be started. It, it basically starts, you know, it actually started yesterday, because you were practicing yesterday. So I, I would hope Justin Fields' preparation started yesterday, or the beginning of the week. But the whole thing's just a little bit bizarre to me. I, I just, I feel like this team... Is, or maybe it's more of Matt Nagy just kind of floundering, trying to figure mm. out like what direction they're going. Why? Why risk irreparable damage? Is is what is is resonating to me, which is percolating to me. Why? Why risk diminishing what your number eleven draft pick represents, and 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 who he is? Why do those things to protect or to? prop up Andy Dalton. You know, it kind of comes across to me as if Nagy feels as though his last chance after – and you, you let me know how you feel about this one, um, Brady, because I'm interested to hear hear what you think about this. It sounds as though after messing up with a Mitch Trubisky and, and seemingly messing up on that draft by taking him rather than others – that in this moment, you feel after after evaluating both quarterbacks in this situation, that Andy Dalton is the one that gives you the best opportunity to win. And by doing so, by putting yourself in position to win with Andy Dalton, then now if if you win with Andy, you say, Okay, we got we got through with Andy Dalton. I told you I could do this. Now I'm 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 developing Justin Fields. Justin is going to be good. I've minimized him enough while I've been propping up Andy Dalton where you guys may not have thought that he could be a good NFL quarterback. So now I've developed him. And what you're seeing when when Justin Fields gets out onto the field is a product of what I've done. Not not a product of who Justin Fields is, but a product of what we were able to do with him as as a coach. It's almost like he's still doing damage control for his mess up with with Trubisky. I, I almost wonder if part of that is like Trubisky had gotten there and played early in his career because of the decision by John Fox. Mm hmm. And it was when he got him, it really wasn't much he could do. Like, his, his hands were kind of tied. Almost as if, like, you had to start and play him and he was your guy, whether – because that was, that was the job you accepted. Sure. And, and so – But I you, think took you, you took no, it. You took it and you were given – you had to inherit him. And, and I think you're onto something in the sense of maybe he's so concerned about that happening with Fields, even though, look, you know, Justin Fields played more – than Trubisky, who started one year at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, Fields played for a full year and some, you know, whatever you want to call 2020 with COVID and, and a limited schedule. But he, he still got about two seasons in of starting experience. And there were like, I didn't have any concerns about him as far as his talent, ability, all those sorts of things. You know, Trubisky sat on the bench for a long time. You know, kind of waiting for that, that, op- that opportunity. So I just, I kind of look at it and go, all right. You know, maybe he's so concerned about that happening with Justin Fields where he's put in before he's ready, he loses confidence, he maybe suffers some injuries, or, or you know, he just loses the support of the fan base. 
you know, maybe he's so concerned about that because of what he inherited that he's trying his best to protect uh, Justin Fields. But I, I think if that's your narrative, you know, not that you need to put it out there, but, you know, it, it's, t- it's tough in this day and age when you draft a quarterback where you did and you feel like that's a need to be able to go that route. Like what he experienced when he was in Kansas City with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes, it's a rare situation to find yourself in because that was a roster that was pretty stacked. You really didn't need much else. And, and, and you know, outside of drafting a quarterback, you felt like could take you over the top and make you a, a you know perennial Super Bowl contender. Here's what I think's happening. I think first of all, Matt Nagy's on the hot seat, right? And the only way he keeps his job is if they win games. And I think he feels like he can't afford to go through Justin Fields' growing pains this year because he's trying to save his job. And so I just think he's trying to win games, and he feels like, as of right now, that Andy Dalton is the guy that's going to be the safest play to try and get him wins. Because he's, he's trying to save his ass. It's a, look, Brady, we've talked about this before. What was the first thing he did? They go 8-8, eight and eight, and what was the first thing he did in year two? Fired a bunch of assistants. Yeah. I remember it was the offensive line coach. It was the offensive coordinator. It was He fired a bunch of assistants. Uh, he blamed everything on, on Cody Parkey after the playoff game. Uh, then it was Mitch Trubisky after year three. Uh, their struggles in year three. Bl- like This is all about him trying to save his job. And, yeah. and I, I think that's what's going on here, that he – feels like he can't survive growing pains with Justin Fields, which is why he's so adamant about playing the veteran quarterback. You know, the sad thing about that commentary is if you're looking out from the outside in, sometimes you're so deep and so far into the forest you can't see through the trees, is he doesn't even realize the damage that he's doing to his reputation by by handling this the way that he's handling 100%. it. 100%. And that's, that's a sad thing because he probably feels as though he's he's – in his mind, he probably feels like he's giving Andy Dalton an opportunity and protecting Justin Fields from maybe the media, maybe from himself, whatever it may be. I think that in his mind, outside of the justification of self-preservation, he actually feels like he's doing the right thing. And that's sad because it is way off. Here's the other thing. He's eight games over five hundred. Like that, that, like that gets buried. He's eight games over 500 in his career, and he's on the hot seat. Like that ought to tell you what, he's, what a he's, disaster. He's never had a losing season. Ever. Like that, that's the weird thing, is as a head coach, you know, and, and this is be his fourth year, but he hasn't had a losing season yet. You, you feel like he's on the hot seat. So I don't, I don't know if that's condemning his coaching with, with the roster that he has. Like I don't know if it's more of an indictment of that, and people feel like this roster is too talented to be playing this way, or you know, if you're looking at I don't know, maybe their lack of standing within the NFC North. Like they they feel like they should be the team that won the NFC North in 2018, but it is a it is a little bit bizarre, like the narrative when you actually look at what his win loss record is. It's almost like how they go about losing, you know, how they go about putting themselves in a position not to be a part of the playoffs. Like that's the that's the odd thing about all of this, but. It's, you know, look, all that matters right now is him being able to prepare Justin Fields and put him out there to go win a football game. Because if they do that, you know, then, then it's a good problem to have in the future when you've got a guy who, yeah, you know, maybe Andy Dalton can come back or not, but you've got a rookie that just helped you win a football game, try to put together a, a couple more, and, and now you've got a controversy, if you will, that is a good thing for your team because you're winning football games. And I, and I, and I do believe this. I do believe – Fields' ability to run 
will help improve a lot of things on that offense. I, I really do right now with where the NFL is at. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
aspects of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be right now uh kind enough to join us live from chicago he is out there on the call for fox uh the big matchup in college football this weekend it's number 12 notre dame number 18 wisconsin and number one to us joel clatt fox sports college football analyst with us here joel it's uh, jonas brady and lavar what's happening how's chicago no, it's it's beautiful. Got in late last night. Uh, I can't wait for this one. Uh, it's good to talk with you guys, by the yeah, way. Same, same. Joel, is it a different – what's different about calling a game, a college football game in an NFL stadium? Is, is, are the sight lines different? Is the vibe different uh, because it's yeah. neutral? Everything's everything's better. the booth is better the camera angles are better um you know the the food is better but the the atmosphere i I will say this the atmosphere tends not to be um so you know for just for the conveniences for us on the call i think that 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 goes without saying but i still love going to the college venues better I'm, I've always been more of a college fan than I ha- than I have been an NFL fan, in part just because of the the nostalgia of college football and and the sights and the sounds and the and the the smells. All, I mean, all of it is I think better in a college environment on campus. Um, I just think that the NFL is is more corporate. Doesn't mean that it's not awesome because it is, and it's clearly the king of you know our country. But there, to me, you know, listen. It's never going to happen. Well, I shouldn't, I, who knows about never. But I would love – part of the reason I'm here on Thursday is because I just want to go see the campus. Yeah. So we're going to – I'm going to drive down to South Bend today and, and meet with the team. And I've never done in-person meetings with, with Notre Dame because, you know, you can't do a home game unless you work for NBC. So um, – it's, it's a throwaway question. Not throwaway. Hey, who, who's taking that? But. Who are you going with, uh, Joel? Brady, Brady, oh, okay. you know why? Oh, man. Listen, <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna go somewhere, you go you go there with the favorite son. That's what you do, right? Because then you get the treatment. So uh, Brady's <laughs> hey, Joel, not, nice enough to set us up. And I will say this: here's the tough part um, for Joel, and, and I, I've got an idea as to which game you're calling next week. So here's what you're gonna come to find out about Soldier Field. 
There's going to be some ankle injuries because it's an awful surface. Okay, <laughs> there's that. And on top of it, when you go back to watch this game, because I, I know you're going to be t- breaking down the film for next week, the sight lines for the actual game film are awful. It is one of the hardest things, especially from the sideline view, which most quarterbacks like. It's going to be awful to watch. So that is the one downside to Soldier Field. Is, but it's, it's more about the injury potential with how crappy that field is. And, LeVar, maybe you could speak to that as well. Uh, but also the sight lines. So that is one thing that I do have to, I do have to prepare you for after this week. Well, uh, is it too is it too low? It's too low. Mm. Yeah, I I would hate that. I would absolutely hate that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave Soldier Field alone. I think we all know the stories about Soldier Field, just like the vet. Uh, uh, Joe, I, I mean, looking at the the magnitude of this game, Wisconsin is is in a situation where having a tough loss early. Um, they still are in the top 25, and they still have the ability to salvage the season as it applies to the Big Ten. Uh, It's a very different outlook for Notre Dame if they're able to get this win. I'm just curious. I know it's big for both both teams, but is is it just clearly this is a bigger game? for Notre Dame to win or or how are you how are you looking at the the magnitude or the pressure that's been created for this type of matchup I'm, I've been trying to avoid LeVar um, of making this about the quarterbacks you know because of the transfer from Jack Cohn and, and everything and but I think it's bigger for Wisconsin and it's twofold mm. is is that you know, Notre Dame has a lot ahead of it in terms of its schedule, especially in the next four or five games. And so even though they haven't played, I would say, their best football as of yet, there's a sense that you can continue to get better. This is a year in which, and I'm not sure that the fan base would ever you know, suggest this, Brady would know better, but this is, this is a year that it feels like you're trying to rebuild the offensive line. Like, it's probably not the roster that you're going to the playoff with. Although, I still think that they're a really good team and that if they can continue to develop, they may have that potential uh, at the end of the season. But for Wisconsin, this is a really good defense. And you don't want to waste a good defense um, and and just throw away the year. Two losses is not obviously good. You can throw the playoff out of there, even though they're not a playoff team in the past. And then from the Mertz side of things, I think there's an immense amount of pressure on Graham Mertz just because he's got to go prove that they were right. Mm -hmm. And this program has been a quarterback away from two or three playoff berths and some really good teams and maybe a run towards, uh, you know, uh, the top end of college football. They thought they had that with Graham Mertz. So they let Jack go after he gets hurt. Graham takes over the position. It just hasn't panned out. So I think that there's more angst. I don't know about pressure, but angst on the Wisconsin side rather than the Notre Dame side. One side clearly seems to be not in a rebuild, but they're developing in particular where their identity is held in the offensive line. The other, man, like 
you got rid of this quarterback, Jack Cohn, for this guy, Graham Mertz, and you got a great defense. There's a lot of angst on that side, I would say. Mm. Uh, Joel Klatt, Fox College football analyst, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, he'll be on the call for the Notre Dame-Wisconsin game live from Soldier Field in Chicago this Saturday, noon Eastern time uh, there on Fox. Uh, Joel, what is good or bad? What's been the biggest surprise for you thus far as we enter week four of the college football season? I think it's that the the you know the big bad wolves of college football haven't dominated, and I and I think that that's good for the sport. I think that the biggest surprise is is what looks to be more parity than what we have had in the past. When we came into the season, you know the top you know five teams in the country to start the year were, I think it was Alabama, uh, it was Georgia, it was Oklahoma, it was Clemson, or it was Ohio State, and then if you add Ohio, uh, excuse me, Notre Dame in there. Those schools had made up every single playoff participant in the last four years except for one, which was LSU. And, and th- that kind of, um, you know, sucking all the air out of the room in college football, I didn't think was good for the sport. These other fan bases needed something uh, to, to keep them engaged. And I think that we have a, a more engaged fan experience throughout college football and that's been somewhat of an uh, uh, a surprise for me because i thought that in particular with how those teams have recruited i thought that they might run away and hide again and they haven't and i think that that's good for the sport so now you've got just more teams engaged oregon iowa penn state a&m to some degree cincinnati um, even florida after a loss you've got Ole miss they're engaged byu engaged arkansas engaged I think that that's good for the sport. And I haven't even mentioned Michigan and Michigan State, who both are feeling very optimistic about their teams here in the early part of the season. Mm-hmm. Joel, have you changed how you feel about expansion? I know Bill Hancock, the executive director of the college football playoff, came out yesterday and said that they haven't agreed to anything yet. It does seem like that is what's coming. I feel like you and I have had this, I don't know, debate or discussion. Are you starting to warm up to the idea of a 12-team expansion? Yeah, so I I did I like Brady. I think it was late last year. I just it kind of hit me, and I I totally changed my position, and and it was born out of what I was just talking about, which was the the lack of interest across the sport. I just didn't feel like the structure of the sport with a with a a small playoff was doing any justice um, to help teams build. And, and become something because what we had done is what we've done here is we've stripped the ability to define yourself as successful away from college football programs with any other uh, defining moment than the playoff. So, you know, bowl games have, don't mean anything anymore. Like the Rose Bowl doesn't really mean anything. A January one bowl doesn't really mean anything. A division championship doesn't really mean anything. Conference championship doesn't really mean anything because we, we let none champions go play in the play. It's all about the playoff and suck the oxygen way out of the room in college football. So I did totally change my tune and it, and it was in that vein. I think that we need a expansion so that we can allow for what happened at Wisconsin with Barry Alvarez. You see, in my estimation there, that's not afforded anybody in college football anymore. Barry Alvarez, you, you can't build a program, you know, step by step, defining yourself as successful for getting to a bowl game and then, you know, doing a little bit more than that, a little bit more than that, a little bit more than that. 
It's if you don't go to the playoff, then who cares? And I don't think that that's good for the sport. So I have changed my tune and I'm hoping that the expansion does take place, but I do think that it was right for them to pause just because what the sec was doing and, and trying to play both sides of the fence and, and be in good faith with expansion all the while talking to Texas and Oklahoma about coming over to the sec. I, I do feel like they needed to hit the pause button and just say, okay, what is this going to look like? We can't just allow um, ESPN and, and the sec more specifically to get everything that they want when it comes to the postseason. it will expand. What it looks like, I think it's going to look a little bit different than what it would have if we wouldn't have hit the pause button here with the SEC. All right. What's your interpretation of how the NIL can play out with what everything you just said? Because to me, I feel like if you have someone who can directly impact uh, the recruits and, and what they're thinking and why they're thinking it based off of this new ability to generate and monetize your brand, your name, your image, and your likeness, that this could create a tremendous shift in terms of who the elite programs are, at least maybe who the next tier, uh, you know, elite schools could be um, based off of what what alumni or donors or businesses uh, that are able to structure things the right way are are able to do. Yeah, I think it puts an immense amount of, of pressure on the schools and the donors and, and the people around the schools to not that they're the ones having to come up with these deals, but to make sure that they're remaining creative enough. Now, I, I would say that I, LeVar and, and Brady, I would it'd be interested to hear what you have to say about this, because you guys were actually recruited, right? Like I was just a walk on. I have this theory that I don't know if it's going to come true or not, because I think a lot of us just don't know what this era is going to look like. My theory is that it's going to be more valuable to be the biggest fish in the pond rather than go to the biggest pond. So meaning that it it would pay more dividends to go be the best player for maybe a little bit of a lesser program and get the biggest NIL deal that that team has versus being the 16th five-star player on the Georgia roster. Um, I, I, I think in this theory of mine that, that NIL is actually going to drive some parity, but that may not be the case with some of the deals that we're seeing at the big boy schools. And we're talking about Bryce Young's making a million dollars, which I'm kind of like, wait, wait a second. Hold on. Is he really doing that? Uh, Trayvon Henderson at Ohio State just yeah. agreed with Arby's yesterday. Um, yeah. You know, so I, it'll Lots be interesting. You know, I, yeah. Kayvon, Kayvon Thibodeau has got the, <laughs> like, got the this Nike partnership. Um, so I, I, does this make the hey. rich richer? I'm not sure. Joel, what would you have done? Like, what would have been your NIL thing you'd want, you'd love to have? I, I know we've asked you in the past. Oh, you gave yeah. some sort of canned answer. Just give me, give me what you would love to eat or would love to have a sponsorship with. Anything golf related? Yes, I knew he was going to go. Even there. back in college? Uh, no, that's not like back in college. That would have been, oh gosh, I don't know, man. I was so, I was so, I had the blinders up in college. I didn't have a lot of interest out of outside of just trying to succeed. See, guys, here, here, let's just 
be real. I I don't have any talent, right? So like everything <laughs> I had to do. <laughs> just, Golly, that's, that's, that's just a real moment for you, huh? Well, <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Joe. So what I like any shred of success, if you want to call it that, that I was able to have in college, I had to, I had to like fight and scratch for it. Right. I was every spring. I was like, well, the quarterback positions may be opened up and can please the backup beat out Joel Clad and all this. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It wouldn't have been EA Sports. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have been like RBS. Adonis, like a, it on. wouldn't have been uh, or EAS. I meant not a- EA Sports. Although guys, I was I was pretty like thick back then. Yeah, you so, were. So like maybe oh, a tag Brady. Corral. <laughs> maybe I was only crashed. <laughs> All right, so Joel will tell you. Joel had nice thick legs. He was thicky thick. Joel, you Joel, you played baseball though, right? Yeah. Okay. Three, All right. Three seasons. So, what if somebody came to you and said, "We'll give you a year supply of big league chew"? You in? I mean, if I could have gotten at that point in my life, if I could have gotten the real stuff, I okay, been on right, it. fair you enough. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Copenhagen. <laughs> Joel's fair got enough. some of the best baseball stories that are probably not appropriate for radio. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, Joel, we appreciate it, man. Uh, he'll be on the call for uh, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, uh, live fun, from a sir. Soldier Field in Chicago. That's going to uh, be Get him on one. Twitter at Joel Clatt. Joel, thanks so much, man. Let's do it again next week. Dunkin' Donuts. That's it. Oh, there it is. Way to to finish out strong, Joel. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Good stuff uh, from uh, Joel Clatt there. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. 
And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 